0: Good. We're, good. We're good. We're good. We're good. We're
1: good. Better. Yay. Hello. Hey, that's there better. There it is. Is it better? Am I, am I, I, am I'm stereo, not mono anymore. <laughs> <laughs> awesome.
2: Oh my gosh. Well, thanks for doing this with us. Yes. I'm, I'm more
1: than happy to share anything that you guys ever want to hear from, you know, my side of the, the aisle. Yeah. I am an open book with stuff, you know, I really don't have a problem sharing my crazy life. Um, and when it comes to issues that you guys, uh, contend with and you guys explore, you know, those are things I think most people, um, have either gone through in their lives or they're very close to someone that's gone through these things. As far as reproduction rights are concerned, reproductive rights rather, I mean, it should be important to everybody. Mm -hmm. I feel like a lot of people are hiding their heads in the sand with it, um, and it's, it's driving me crazy right now. I'm having a real hard time in this upside down world that we're living in, um, just coping with it and trying not to, like, you know, flip out on the general public. Mm. You have to kind of somewhat. Put it on a shelf and kind of just you know go through life and ignore because I mean I can't be choking people out in in the <laughs> line at Publix.
0: Why not? You know what
1: Why I'm not? Just, yeah, yeah, right, <laughs> Tina. Climb you like a mountain, huh? Tough <laughs> uh, guy, tough guy over there. Oh, uh, it, it's God. just unfortunate because you know you it's this whole thing is an indelible stain on society. Mm. Um, everything that's going on with having someone else completely decide what's going on. I'm all for, you know, having a society where we have a workable government and we have, you know, uh, we have healthy discourse, you know, not everybody has to agree Mm -hmm. with everything that's going on, but this overreaching is definitely big government style. And it's just, you know, hiding, you know, clamping your hands over your ears and stamping your feet and saying, I don't want to hear it. I just want things to go my way, you know, and let's be real clear about what's happening. You guys, you know, uh, this is not about being pro-life. Mm. It's more about being pro-birth mm. and people don't have an after plan for what we're going to do right. with all these kids.
0: They don't. And it's
1: really and more of, they don't give a F. Uh, It's really more about keeping people in a generational cycle of poverty Mm. than it is about anything else. When you think about what's really going on in America, it's let's feed the cog of the wheel and keep people generationally poor so that they will have to, oh, I don't know, commit crimes and get sent to prison and never be able to pay restitution to the state and continue to just feed that cog and feed that wheel and stay down and keep your foot on everybody's neck. This is bullshit, man. Yeah. There are starving children, children without love and homes all over our country, and we're just going to create more?
2: Yeah. I mean, they don't it's it's, an, it's not even it's not even an afterthought. And and I think it's, that it's almost as if they can't picture that other side. Like there is another side. Not all babies are born into homes where they're wanted. Right. And that's what you're doing. Correct. You're forcing that. You're forcing it. And not every baby is, you know, adopted right
3: off. That's why there are, you know, the foster care system that mm-hmm. is already
1: flooded. Yes. I read something the other day, you guys, about just in Texas alone, that there's over 30,000 kids that are waiting to be adopted right mm, now oh and God. over 6,000 that are in foster care. So yeah. we're talking about ages from, you know, birth to all the way up to the right before 18 before they just kick you right out. Right. Right. And say, Oh, here you go. Good luck with everything. Yeah. You know, Mm -hmm. and it, and they, and, and abortion versus adoption, adoption's not easy either. They make it all out to be like, Mm -hmm. Oh, it's just so easy to have a kid and put it up for adoption. No, not at all. You guys, (laughs) a couple of my girlfriends have gone through the adoption cycle and that was like a nightmare for them as well. You know, and it's just really unfortunate that we're living in a society right now. I think it's really important. I know you guys have a wealth of listeners that perhaps are not as active as you two are Mm -hmm. in local politics and local government. I think it's really important for you guys because I know you got the info. Tell us what the fuck we're supposed to do about this. (gasps) Am I writing my senator? Am I writing my legislators? Am I just, I don't know doing on it in my postage stamp house. Like that's essentially what's going on is I'm just banging against the wall and freaking out. I mean, just remembering all the things that my mom told me about, you know, Tina, you never met my mom, but you heard a million stories about her. She was a pretty forthright and hippy dippy about things. And she was a big champion of women's rights because she was raised in a time where there wasn't. Mm. I mean, there's still not a lot of women's rights. But at least we had, hey, look, I can go get a fucking abortion. Yes. Great, thanks, you know? Yeah. And I just keep hearing her in my mind just being like, Medea, you got to stand up and fight. You got to do something, do something. But I don't know what that something is. I feel like my hands are tied, and I don't know what else I can do except donate to causes like Planned Parenthood and funding like that, which I'm more than happy to do on incremental levels. Mm-hmm. You know, I'll give till it hurts on that, but other than that, what the fuck do I do, man? Well, you know, you know first
2: of all, we need to elect in this state on the state level, we need to elect pro-choice democrats uh to office. And that's where it gets very sticky because um I, I hate to be a Debbie Downer, but i that's my life. That's who I am. <laughs> that's you, dude. That's me. Um, but we have dropped the ball here in the state as Democrats. We, have, yeah. we are at least 10, I would say 20 years behind the Republicans to catch up, to get power. Um, and in those 10 years, fuck this, in six months, we're about to lose that. Oh, it's going to be even the, worse. We're going to lose our rights be worse. in Florida. Yeah. It'll be the Texas six-week law. So. Um, what we need to do is work very hard to elect candidates uh, or pro-choice Democratic candidates, and it's a very difficult thing to do. It's very difficult. It's not just voting because Mm -hmm. all of that works during the campaign. It's giving them money. It's walking for them, knocking on doors for them. It's really, really, really hard, but it's not impossible. So that's the thing we have to remember. It's not impossible. It's just going to take us a long time to do it, and by the time we get there, I don't know how many women have died from you know, a pill they ordered over online for an abortion, or some right. doctor that right. promised them something, and them fucking, you right. know, in or, an apartment or, or, building somewhere. Or girls
3: taking their own
2: lives. Or, yeah, I don't know how many lives it's going to take, but it—that's what's going to happen, it, unfortunately, before we can actually take power back in Florida.
3: And I think it's also, you know, doing like you said, like contributing to, um yes. organizations that are supporting, and there's local the, uh, organizations. There's local.
2: Um, yeah, we have the, we have the Broward uh, Women Emergency Fund. Yeah. They have, they actually, we were talking to someone last night who works with their organization and she was telling us that they fund people to come to Florida. She said Florida's actually a safe state to get an abortion, believe it or not. They actually fund for these women to come to Florida. They pay for their hotel room. They pay for their procedure. Like these are this, this these are the funds. we Planned Parenthood is, is great because it's a good uh, political arm. Yeah. But we also need to fund these local... The local- Organizations that do it so Broward Women's Emergency Fund is a great one to give money to. We should put the right. link up somewhere on our on we our should. social media.
1: Well, we can- that, that's exactly what I'm shooting at. You guys yes. get those links up there. Get us informed about what's happening because, yeah. like you said, we're a safe state for now. Right for now. Any resting on your laurels? I, I don't specifically mean you guys because yeah. you're definitely activists. You're out there kicking ass and you know knocking on doors. But the rest of us who are just your general layperson voter. They are like, oh, what can I do? I'm yeah. just one person. Well, yeah. tell us what we can fucking do, and yeah. I'll do it, man. And because, again, I feel like I'm just firing shots in the dark here, just I being know. angry about I it. Know. And I, I, I know that there's things that we can do. Again, it is, you know, on a local level is finding out who the proper candidate is and supporting yeah, right. them. Because it is I mean red state ugh, I, know. And oh, I, my helpless. Stars. I feel I
2: feel completely
1: fucking yeah. helpless
3: and I think even I know like calling and right I we talked to someone recently who was like you know the 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 standard forum letter that's just a sort of copy and paste job doesn't really connect but making those phone mm-hmm. calls and and you know uh, explaining why showing up at a forum and and giving your voice there on why um this is an important issue. The other thing is is, is dispelling, finding ways, because we have and we know that this has been going on down here. And I feel like more of these places are going to be popping up as those fake clinics mm-hmm. where uh, women who, you know, imagine if there's a six week ban in Florida and someone, you know, makes an appointment thinking that they're going to an actual real clinic and they go to these fake clinics in Broward County that oh, there tons, are a ton of them, tons of them that are 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 steering them into here's an ultrasound and, and it becomes this whole Christian yeah, They thing walk in
2: thinking they're getting they're getting that an they're going get to get service. an abortion and they're getting here's a here's a teddy bear. This is how right. you, why you should keep your baby. You shouldn't murder your baby. Right. This woman is sitting there alone in a right quote but unquote now it's doctor's we've office. time, right? Because they've yes. scheduled an appointment. Now they gotta find somewhere else to go. I mean And by the way, do you know what else they do when you do that when they call those places? They give them an appointment so it's closer, closer to, the, to date. the date so, so they're pushing right. them further further out thinking they're actually going to get an abortion before right. they ha- before the last time they can do it and now they've fucked these women and now they screw them over
1: so let's I've- also be clear too that when most women who are not um you know planning family planning mm-hmm. you have no idea that you have even missed a period
3: right <laughs> or six that
1: weeks? I you mean, come on. are pregnant and you are far along From my own personal experience, uh, just to touch on that story, which, you know, my story about terminating a pregnancy, I'm sure aligns with a lot of women. It's not a very dramatic story. It's just wrong place, wrong time, wrong Mm -hmm. man. Mm -hmm. Uh, But for me, I was pretty fucking far along before I realized I was knocked up. Mm. And it was just one of those, oh, snap moments. And I am also a person that was using contraceptives. Mm-hmm. So I never entertained the idea that I was going to get pregnant, could get pregnant. I was using condoms. What, you're, they're 99.9999 effective. Boom, one day, Medea's like, I don't feel so good. I'm throwing up. I might as well get a ginger ale. A uh, couple <laughs> days into it, I'm like, that ain't, this ain't no stomach flu. Let's see what's going on. And boom, she's knocked up. You know, it's like, okay, here are my options. I either go through a pregnancy with a person that I can't stand Mm. while someone is good enough possibly to enter my vagina. Not, you know, material (laughs) for, you know, fatherhood and without really delving into the story too much. The guy was a full-blown white supremacist. Jesus. So I'm not going to have a child with someone that shares those values because Mm. it's only going to get worse from there. Again, while it was okay for me to f this guy, it wasn't okay for anything else to go on. Hence why I used the condom (laughs) like, right. There's my fail safe. I'm good. No big deal. Not making life plans with this person, just having a bang. And then, (laughs) you know, I'm glad that the option was there for me that I didn't have to suffer through what women are suffering through right now. For me, it was not easy, but it was, Hey, that's what I want to do. I do not want to have this baby. I'm going to terminate this pregnancy. Here are my options in Broward County. Boom. I was booked. I was in, I had the, the abortion done and it was over. And when you have something like that done, I love how the GOP makes it out to be that this is a form of contraceptive. You know, man, I don't know if either of you ladies have experienced terminating a pregnancy and all the things that go along with it. I want to just impress home that even when you terminate a pregnancy, it's not just over and done there. Mm -hmm. Because you're still going to have that overwhelming bodily surge of hormones Mm -hmm. that are going to hit you like a ton of bricks, even though you've terminated a pregnancy. I went through a giant postpartum nonsense depression Mm -hmm. after I had my abortion. I lost everything in my life. And then you add that special little extra cherry on top of Catholic guilt Mm. that comes along with it, man, let's just say that like, that was a downward spiral in my life Mm. that it was like, Oh my God, I can't believe I did this to myself and all this kind of thing that goes up. And a lot of that I had to learn about that. It was like, Oh shit, those are fucking leftover hormones that are telling you this in your brain. They're telling you that you're a bad person and that you, you should have just had this baby and this, that once that all cleared up, it took me about six months. I was like, ah, shit, I'm good with it. Mm. I'll deal with it. And I still have those thoughts in my mind where, you know, I terminated a pregnancy almost 20 years ago. And I think to myself still, wow, I'd have a 20 year old kid by now. Yeah. You never walk away from the decisions that you make in your life. If you do, you're a sociopath. Right. It's what you do with your, your decisions that you make, right, wrong, or indifferent, how you carry forth through that, how you get through it, how you legitimize it in your head, and how you live with it. And I live with it every day. Like I said, that extra little layer of Catholic guilt will never go away for me, mm-hmm. even though I don't subscribe to the church and being a papist. But that's how I was raised, and it will never, ever go away. So, you know, this isn't a one and done scenario for people. It isn't a heartless decision. Mm. It isn't something that just happens and you go, okay, I'll skip to my loo and I'm all right with it and whatever. Book me another abortion. It's not like getting a fucking tattoo, man. You know, (laughs) you don't get addicted to abortion. I just don't understand where we've come to that we've come full circle. Like, it's 1983 all over again, and the moral majority, you guys know how I feel about the goddamn moral majority, how they're coming back into power. A lot of Jerry Falwell, Reaganomics bullshit, where it's do what I say, not what I do, and just make it this way. Women are supposed to be subservient. Women are supposed to just stay at home and wear high heels and have babies and cook dinner. There's no gender equality. You know, just, just shut up, bitch. Just shut up and just be a baby factory forever. Yeah. Like, what? Yeah. No <laughs> because thanks. that's not the reality of the situation anyways. That's not the way things were in the 50s. This bullshit ideology that they're pushing. Again, you know, yeah. we we went through this with Reagan. We went through this and that's how he got elected on that whole return, make America great again. Yeah. Nobody is touching on the fact that even Donald Trump and his campaign of like his brain trust, they stole this idea from fucking Ronald yeah. Reagan. Yeah, It was make America great again, which is term for let's put white people in power and keep everybody of color or with a vagina straight down. Yeah, that's what that's code for, you know, and I just don't know how we got right back there so yeah. fast. You know, I know history repeats itself and that's the, the oldest adage in the book. But come on, man! But within our go back
3: uh, within our lifetime, that it's (laughs) in our
1: own generational lifetime, we've turned right around to being complete fucking assholes all over again. You know, I I just uh, when you I know you guys heard me say this before. When you wake up in the morning and your first thought is, "Holy shit!" Jello Biafra was right about everything. That's, <laughs> I don't know if that's the right way or the wrong way to start your day, but, uh, you know, it's, it's the way. That's what's happening every day when I think, well, you, you, the moral majority, you guys can stick it right up your ass. Ugh. You, you Phyllis Shafley, Jerry Falwell, mm. Reagan, you just replace those names with everybody else who's there now in power. Right. They're saying the same shit that right. they were saying but in now 1982. But
3: now it's even worse because... Like these
2: laws are being passed. Yeah. But I think, so for Medea, I appreciate you sharing that story and telling us what happened with you. And even, I think the more important part too, is that, uh, how you felt afterwards, because I think that that's something that's really lost on this, um, is, how it impacts women. Right. Emotionally. After. Physically. It's not like, yes. And it's yes. not easy. This, none of this is easy.
3: Right. And they make it seem yeah, like, like Medea said, like that you're just like sort of like hopping along, like, Hey, right. I just did that. Everything's Like great. it's not, this is not, not, you know, and it's a difficult I'll, decision. Not,
1: that's that's not, not. I'll share even, even further with you guys. Um, you know, my mom, she had to terminate a pregnancy as well. Mm directly after i was born so i came around and i think i was a bit of a surprise in 1975 and uh after you know years of my parents being together my brother is 15 years older than me no -hmm. children in between Mm -hmm. so boom hey hey there's Medea, like you know (laughs) fucking solo show and then you know she unfortunately got pregnant again. There was no way another kid was going to fit into the picture. Mm -hmm. And I know it really wrecked her again with the Catholic guilt. It wrecked her and it sat upon her so hard and so much so that by the time I came around for reproductive time, you know, 14, 15, she's trying to teach me about puberty and, you know, birds and the bees and this bullshit. She used to say this one statement and it just really stuck in the back of my head when she would talk about abortion. She would say, you know, your mom went through it and this and that. And the statement that she would make was, I don't ever want to have to walk you to that table.
0: Mm.
1: Meaning the table at the clinic. Right. So we're talking about 15 years past terminating a pregnancy. And here's my beautiful mother still talking about it like it was yesterday. Mm -hmm. What kind of an impression did that awful termination make on her right this wasn't like perfume and dreams and you went to the spa and you got your feet rubbed no you had a fetus sucked out of you you're not like just you know like i said skip to my loo you're all cool about it 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 marked her real deep Mm. and I, i and i could see it again with the catholic guilt on her head it wasn't just oh shit man you know this is something i had to do it was oh god's gonna punish me for this right And again, it doesn't just wash away, you deal with it. And that is the point to be made is that if I'm the one that has to deal with everything that's going to happen after terminating a pregnancy, it should be my decision and my private decision from jump. You should not be able to put your two cents in. You should not be able to make laws that say this, that say that, that is a bunch of ridiculous nonsense. You talk about how women are fertile about what, 20 times a year? Mm, Men yeah. are fertile 365 yeah. days a year. So, what are we doing, man?
2: Well, also, what are we doing? you know, you make a good point, too, about how this is a private decision. It's private. And it shouldn't be, it's so public, the fight over abortion, that you can't get away from it. So, even if you have had an abortion and you feel a little bit of guilt, it's in your face. All the All fucking the time. time, and it's. And, do you ever hear that about people, about like um, uh, a prostate exam? No. Do you see people screaming about that? No, it's a or private medical decision. That people
3: decide to have. Yeah, no, and yeah, and that the fact too that that you're dealing with a public that 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 refers to women as murderers. Oh yeah, and 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 ideas that some people want women placed in jail mm. for these decisions. Yeah. Like you're going to jail. A woman for this? Well,
1: those are all those those buzzwords that they use, they, quote unquote, to make you feel terrible about these awful, heart-wrenching decisions that you may or may not have to make, or someone you love may or may not have to make this reproductive choice. Mm. Again, this is not an easy thing to go through as a family unit or a woman by herself, whatever the backstory is of how you got impregnated, it's your story to tell. Mm -hmm. Everyone's story is unique of why they may need this medical procedure. So you can't say, oh, well, you're a promiscuous woman and you're using this as a a form of birth control. But at the same sense, you're going to call this person a murderer. You know, like, ah, just again, you guys, it, it, it winds me up To such a degree that I have to think about the fact that, you know, my brother has four children, three girls and a boy. And all Mm. I keep thinking is, God forbid, if one of them needed to have this procedure done, it may not be available to them. Right. You alter the course of your life by having a child. You guys know how difficult it is. To have children, yeah, it's also wonderful. I could, uh, I hear. <laughs> I don't know, and it's but expensive. I
3: hear. It's fucking One, expensive. It's expensive too. You know, like you said that you you were you know had uh you you uh were with this person that you knew you did not want to spend the rest of your life with, and now you're going to be tethered right to that person forever, and have to make des- you know at least for a good eighteen twenty years. Yeah. Now, could
1: you just imagine? with my ethnic background, how those weekend dad visits were going to go. Oh
3: God!
1: <laughs> now I decided a long time ago that I wasn't really interested in having children. And that's my own personal decision because unfortunately my mom passed away before I got myself involved in any sort of situation where I would have had the chance to get pregnant. And selfishly, I feel like Man, I don't want to do it without her. Oh. I just can't do it without her. Yeah. In the same vein, again, you guys have children, so you understand the terror that goes along with just having your child go to the next aisle at Target. You're mm-hmm. like, oh my god, Adam Walsh. Yeah. You know, yeah. like, Instantly, <laughs> <laughs> terror, Adam Walsh. Yes. Right. Yes. Terror, yes. terror. 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 I don't think that my little heart could handle that everyday terror. Then, <laughs> I you didn't know? know you were married. I am yeah, married. I yeah. Absolutely. I see a nice so, guy. Yes. He's, well, you know, he's a fucking cack. I mean, like, <laughs> yeah, but that's what I love about him. You know, the joke in my head, I don't know if anybody can hear those thoughts in my head, is that I married Glenn because he loathes society. Oh, yeah. He just has a fucking utter disdain for society, and that is my soul match right there. <laughs> because if you just couldn't, you know, hey, why don't you just try to live clean, man, and, like, you know, bubble up and enjoy your life and live with love. That's what it's all about, dude. No matter how you slice it, love is where it's at. Sure, it doesn't conquer all. It doesn't put food on the table, but it makes you a whole person. Mm. And if you are living without love, your ass is sorely lacking. Mm. And it's unfortunate that people don't accept love into their life. And I'm very grateful that after all these years and all these stupid boys, that you know, tried to get in there <laughs> into my life and into the box. <laughs> Whatever, man. I'm glad that I let the right one in. Aww, you know what I'm saying? Baby, yeah. Uh, We're keeping this su- part.
2: Yes. I'm keeping <laughs> my love. A, well,
1: he's a super dude and I love him so much. And uh again, I'm super grateful to have somebody that um respects me mm-hmm. and respects my thoughts. You know, we definitely quibble and bicker about certain things and I have to tell him that hey look your thoughts are wrong (laughs) you might want to you might want to do you know stop talking out loud on that one just don't you know thinking out loud when you have a thought you just might want to let it go but he's a super dude and uh I I'm really grateful and thankful that I have somebody by my side to walk it through yeah. You know, because without that, fuck, man, I'd be a lonely, lonely broad. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying, oh, you know, man, of like two, two cats shy of crazy cat lady. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, I'm more idea. than happy to, I'm more than happy to share my entire crazy life with you guys at uh, any time. Well, bitch, you know, I've always, yes. I've always got something to say. <laughs> we got to get a drink. Honey. Yeah. We got to so get gotta, together. We'll we're going to do, we're going to do it. You yeah, guys will figure out a plan. Yeah. So Tina's can, driveway so my, Oh yeah. Well, I'll tell
2: yeah, you guys please, my crazy my uh, Rudy Giuliani story. Yes. Hmm. I'm dying to hear it.
3: Yay. That
1: one's an off-the-air one, but, you know, also. <laughs> <laughs> all right, well,
3: thank you it. so much for sharing your story and talking with us today. Oh I gosh. love you so much. Yes. I love you guys so, very so, much, so, and so, thank so, you much.
1: again for all that you do. I'm, again, locally and, and very proud of knowing two women who are really just kicking ass. Um, you're putting together a stellar product. It makes me happy when your episodes come out. Aww. and. I, I just, you know, again, I think I'd, I'd be as, as happy with it if I didn't know you, <laughs> but I'm so glad that I do. <laughs> hey, so you. when I listen, I can go, oh, hey, that's my friend. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, we appreciate your being so brave and coming on here because yeah. not everybody wants to share the story and you,
1: you I responded. really have no problem with it. And I think, yeah. you know, just to cap it, you guys, I think the more that we uh, keep things silent, Mm. silence equals death yes and i think that we need to talk about things all things even though they may make you feel super uncomfortable not everybody's as open as i am and i understand that and that's okay um but i hope that even my stupid story can just make people feel a little bit more comfortable in the decision that they have had to make or they might have to make
0: yeah
1: and like again this is not a want That was a need,
0: Mm. you
1: know, and, uh, I'm, I'm grateful that at the time that, that opportunity and that, that was afforded to me that, that it wasn't, it wasn't even like a, Oh shit. It was, oh, I'm going to call this clinic, and I'm going to book, and that's it. Yeah, yeah. Now it has to be this whole other fucking yeah. bugaboo about, oh, am I going to go to jail? You're going to yeah. put a $10,000 bounty on my head? I mean, Are, my you me, my Are you kidding me, man? Are you kidding me, man? We're, oh, we're living in Blade Runner, man. Yeah. <laughs> my life is a movie. You oh, know God. what I'm saying? Yes. Well, I thank you guys very much for the opportunity to go ahead and share that with you and your listeners and, um, again, I'll always share with you guys. No problem. Ask me anything. It's fine. All right. <laughs> have a wonderful and I, love, we love you. All you right. guys have a good time and let me know. However, I can help the pod. I'm more than happy to. And uh, we will book. We'll book an appointment soon to have a okay. ladies' night. Okay. Yay. Yay. All right. Love you guys. Have love a good day. Bye. Bye. Bye.